0: friday night sunday brunch it does not matter facts are facts queen every cigarette can cut your life short find that hard to believe then tap the banner for more this free life freedom to be tobacco free
1: this is soul stirring hosted by frederick and Rhonda. Dreams do come true, but it's not magic. Providing tools for artists. Helping connect their talents with resources to reach their goals. And welcome to the Soul Stirring Podcast with Frederick and Ronza. We are Frederick and Ronza, Keith and Leslie Bean, and we are the soul band from Grand Rapids, Michigan. We have a special guest who will be with us today. This will be our first special guest. We're pretty excited about that. But first.
0: So, yes, this is season one, episode four of Soul Stirring the podcast dedicated to talk about how we know that dreams do come true but it's not magic and and what we mean by that is that we believe there are certain elements to help you make your dreams come true and we've called these elements pillars and and there's probably a lot more than that but 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 we've come up with 5 of them and we've talked about a couple of them already in previous episodes But the first time we talked about, the first pillar, was creating a vision. And we've also talked about developing goals. So we've talked about those two things. In upcoming uh, episodes, we're going to talk about how to overcome barriers, how to connect with resources, and getting the right kind of encouragement.
1: On today's episode, we have a special guest, Kelvin Anderson, Kelvin is the owner of KT Aerial. So, Kelvin, uh, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about your company and, um, well, let's first of all, when did you actually start this company?
2: So, I I started this company in uh, the summer of 2016. I actually started out as just a, a hobby. I was at the store one day and I'd always been into flying, you know, little RC planes and stuff as a kid and always kind of thought about drones, but they were always expensive out of my price range and finally just dropped some money on one, started flying it around and kind of grew it from there.
1: Oh, wow. That sounds exciting. And it's Drones. certainly a, a wow. growing, That's it's awesome. a growing business. Absolutely. Um, so, you oh, know, what, sure. what, what inspired you to actually start it as a business? Well, I would
2: say, um, after I, you know, a couple weeks of flying around, getting better at taking pictures and stuff, you know, I'd start having people come up to me saying, you know, can you take a picture of my house or my farm or do video of this and that and I thought well you know if, if there's that much of an interest that it, it'd probably be worth you know taking it to a business level and try hmm. to make some money off of it at the same time.
1: Sure yeah so um so ultimately like uh, what what do you see happening I mean what would be your what would be your long-term dream uh, as it pertains to KT aerial or working with drones in general?
2: where it, it's providing enough income, you know, that I can commit to it full-time and continue to grow it and hire another couple pilots and just, you know, keep expanding upward and outward.
1: Wow. That's uh, that's certainly yeah. big dreaming. And, um, yeah, so... um,
0: And, you know, uh, and, and when you start something like that and you, you know, it just starts as just a, a little idea and then it turns into this big dream and then eventually turns into a business and eventually possibly even your livelihood. So that's that's really cool. Right.
2: Yeah, it started almost as like, a, you know, wouldn't it be kind of funny if we, you know, tried to make money off it and now all of a sudden here I am, you know, three, four years in.
1: Yeah, people certainly uh, find themselves uh, in need of having uh, aerial shots now. It's something that benefits their business as well. Right. Yeah, it's grown a lot
2: just since I've gotten into it. It's amazing, steely. The technology so, and also the, the demand keep growing every year.
1: Absolutely. So, um, you know, we have talked a little bit about some, some key things that are important, we feel. And vision is something that we've talked a little bit about, and we've just sort of introduced the idea and talked about what kinds of things are included. Now, uh, you know, just briefly, what would you suggest uh, is, is a way to sort of sum up your, your vision for KT Ariel?
2: Keep growing, you know, moving forward, never moving back. So, you know, every year I try to I'll incorporate, you know, some new, new techniques or new, new tools to help me do better things. You know, so that we're always, you know, expanding or getting better versus, you know, regressing and just kind of falling
1: back on it. Right. Absolutely. So. Uh,
0: so when you're talking about your vision, and we've talked about vision uh... that incorporates your values so it sounds like part of your values is to move forward to always be progressing it's, that's what it sounds like to me when you're when you're talking about your vision is well, what do you think about that?
2: Right, yeah, we're always... I always try to, you know, we're trying to You know, put the best foot forward so if we're gonna, you know, someone's gonna pay us to you know, do a just a picture of their house or a, a wedding or whatever we want to make sure we're putting out, you know, the best that we possibly can so that we're you know, making a good image for ourselves and making it worthwhile.
0: So it sounds like you're, you're passionate about providing excellent service too.
2: Right. And we try to keep it, you know, we like to say, we're, you know, trying to provide the best service for the most affordable price. Cause there's some people out there, you know, they'll charge through the roof prices and you get, you know, just a regular run of the mill pitcher. I like to try and work it the other way, give you sure. the best, you know, what you want for something you can afford.
0: Yeah,
1: So
2: is
0: that kind of your tagline? Say that tagline again, or what you just said.
2: Yeah, that's kind of, we've had a couple different taglines, but that's always one of them at the forefront, and we try to provide the the best product for the lowest price that we can.
1: Awesome. I would imagine that's quite marketable, Kelvin.
2: Right, yeah, you get a lot of people who are like, oh, well, you know, you can do it for this much, and that guy over there's charging, you know,
1: three times more, and your stuff looks better, that's how you... Okay, yeah, helped us to, you know, build a, a
2: crowd of, like, a customer base.
1: Absolutely. So I would imagine in, in in your providing of the excellent service and the great footage, you know, I would imagine there was some training and probably some special equipment, uh, even early on, that you saw fit that you needed. Uh, talk about that just a little bit.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, when I got started, I had, you know, a drone and, like, two batteries for it, and I thought, you know, this is all I need, you know, rake it in the cash and then all of a sudden you realize you know to make you know good pictures you got to have you know photoshop software and Mm. do video you got to have a you know computer that has enough power to process you know high quality video and then even just in this field particularly you have to be licensed to do it commercially so you got to have training and license fees to get tested and everything then you got to have insurance and so there's there's a lot more to it than just you know a lot of people think you just fly around and take pictures, but there's a lot of support, you know, to keep everything going.
1: Right.
0: So I would imagine that that didn't happen overnight, that you, you kind of had to do the, you know, get your different equipment and your training and things over time.
2: Right. Yeah, it was kind of a, it was all a learning experience. You know, you'd be, we started out, you know, we'd just be doing pictures mostly, and so you collect, you know, the right lens filters and stuff to do that, and then you start thinking about, you know, getting into video, so you're experimenting with different software and better better drones with better cameras. It just all kind of just slowly comes over time and just kind of trickles in.
0: So so here it is, Calvin. You've said you started this a uh, couple years out of high school. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, so here it is. You're a couple years out of high school, um, when you first started this, and and you had this dream to start your business, and then now here it is—you are, um, you know, uh, working for the, have this your own company. Several All years right. out of high school—that's awesome, Calvin. Yeah, it's
2: something pretty cool. You know, not everyone can say you know they're running their own business on the side, and it's always something to, you know, keep you busy. There's never you know sitting around at home. It's always editor video you can put together making posts on
1: the, the facebook page and it's always pretty fun yeah sure and uh, i'm i'm quite sure that you know while you were learning what equipment you needed and as you just told us uh and enlightened us about the software that you needed the the computer in order to run the software so that you could do the editing on the follow-up pictures but hey before all of that happens, you've got to fly the drone. So talk to us about what it was like uh, early on, you know, just getting accustomed to flying the drone. Yeah, that was probably the biggest learning curve. The first one
2: that I bought was like, it was like a $50, you know, cheap kid's toy from Meyer that didn't have GPS or anything on it. And me and my buddies would fly it around in the yard and you get about you know five minutes out of a battery so you could quick fly up and get some <laughs> it's not PC a lot of time footage on your phone before you crashed into a tree right a couple of weeks i finally decided you know this is pretty fun but it'd be more fun if i can you know get a little more out of it and you're not sitting around waiting for your battery to charge you know you get your two minute flight and then wait another two hours so i end up buying a, a dji phantom 3 which at that point was like that was the top end of mm, if you sure.
1: want to get
2: I flew it for about a day and then thought, you know, I got this down. So I invited one of my best friends over and said, watch, watch how good I am at this and instantly crashed. It.
1: Oh no. <laughs> you bent
2: actually bent a motor. So there was some repairs there. And so I kind of learned, you know, slow and steady, like they always say is the best way to do it. Instead of trying to, you know, instantly fly up and get all these great shots from, you know, a mile out or whatever
1: you start, mm. start, you know, just where you can
2: keep it within sight and, to slowly work your way out is feel more comfortable with it and get accustomed to different, you know, when you got to account for all that stuff and what the weather's doing and all this lot to learn.
1: Sure. Now, you know, we, we also have talked along the, the way here, um, in our desire to fulfill our dreams or seek them out, determine what they are. You know, we've talked a little bit about goals. Now, you've kind of hit on a couple of things, but, you know, for yourself, did you, did you, um, do you remember a time when you were like, okay, I feel like um, here's some things I need to accomplish, uh, you know, to get things up and running or to, to see them succeed? Uh, did you have like a timeline in, in mind? Did you have some things that like you kind of had like mileposts out in front of you that you were thinking, okay, I need to kind of accomplish these things along the way here?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't say I had like a specific timeline, but I was always kind of looking like the first year that I actually started it as a business, I got licensed in October. And Hmm. at that point, my goal was like, it'd be awesome, you know, if I could just get, you know, one job in before the end of the year, just so I could show it, you know, that it's starting to pay for itself, you know, business coming in. And we got actually two or three jobs that fall. And then the next year, it was always kind of, you know, let's see if we can, you know increase that number so every year it's kind of been like the goal is just to you know do more than we did the year before so that we're on a you know upward
1: trend Sure absolutely Yeah and you know it,
0: you've you've had to take those steps right so it's not like we talk about dreams do come true but it's not magic huh so you've you've had to to take some steps and and move forward with those goals
2: Right yeah a lot of people think it's you know Buy one, take it out of the box, and bam—you're up in business. But there's really a lot of, you know, it takes a lot of dedication and work, and a couple of year, good, you know, good years of business to get things actually to where you feel like you're starting to accomplish stuff.
1: Yeah. So, you know, uh, you just talked a little bit about you, know, you crashing this really, really nice semi-pro drone that you had gotten. So, uh, you know, apart from that kind of thing, I mean, what what other kinds of if you, I'd say obstacles, but maybe, you know, thresholds, things that, you know, where you were like, oh, man, you know, like, uh, shucks, I didn't think that, that was going to happen, or I didn't know I had to do this, or that didn't work out quite the way I thought it would. You know, talk a little bit about maybe some of the obstacles, if you will, that maybe you had to face.
2: Yeah, so one of the first obstacles I faced was actually getting licensed because at the time that I, you know, filed all my business paperwork and stuff, I didn't know there were, you know, rules and regulations and all this stuff. I thought, you know, oh, you go out somewhere, you want to take a picture, you fly it up, bam, you're done. Then it turned out do some research into it and you find out that in order to make money off of your pictures, you have to be licensed through the FAA. So you basically have to take a, it's a remote
1: pilot's test. Hmm. So you get a, a book that's about 60
2: pages thick. And you have to read through that and memorize everything and then you have to be, Uh, register with a a local airport that has a testing center and you have to go in and take this test and it's like map reading, you know, and reading weather charts and what Mm. to do if you're you know, on an airport runway or what to do if a plane flies near you and all this stuff and you have to get an 80% or better on this test or you don't get licensed. And so I, you know, got the packet and looked it over a couple nights and thought, you know, man, I got this, paid Mm. my... $150 $150 to take the test one sure. and,
1: and got like a 50%. Oh, like, gosh. Wow. Bummer. Bummer. <laughs> oh. I, I
2: thought, well, I guess that's the end of that. You know, we're going to have to start rethinking things here. And I kind of sat down and thought about it and thought, well, you know, if they made it easy, you know,
1: everyone would be doing it. So it, mm. it, that's obviously, true. it's got to take a little work. So I, one of my friend's dad's is
2: a, a small sat down with him and he showed me how to read charts and I spent a good week
1: studying up on it and went back and finally passed. So that was mm. the
2: first hurdle jump. And then after you get through that and you think, oh, you know, I'm licensed, here we go. We're going to start getting things good. And then you realize, oh, you know, there's three other people out there within five miles of you that already do this so mm. when you're dealing with competition, uh-huh. you know, people that are already established in the market and have all the stuff and, you know, they're. Putting out product that you're not at that level yet,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which kind of then goes in, you know, recognition. People say, you know, their names and everyone knows them, and you throw mm. your logo out there, and people are like, oh, I don't know who that guy is. I don't know if I want to use his work or not. So there's, mm. as you go along, there's different different hurdles, and so far we've been able to get over most of them.
1: Sure. Wow,
0: that's awesome. You know, listening to you talk about those obstacles, you know, you had those goals. But you also had people that were encouraging you, that helped you out. You connected with different resources, so all of that we've we've talked about in terms of the pillars of re, uh, being able to achieve your dreams. So, uh, any other kind of any other kind of things that that you had um, in terms of resources that you connected with, as well?
2: Yeah, it's definitely not something I would have been able to do alone. When I first started it, me and one of my close friends came up with the idea and he was you know he was always the guy that was there watching me spot me while we were flying and making sure we didn't you know crash or get in any trouble and he was always you know had my back helping me out edit stuff and telling me if pictures look better and over the years I've had several friends who've jumped in you know we'll go out to a job and I need someone to watch when I'm flying while I'm watching what I'm taking a picture of so definitely you know a lot of friend and family support that helped make it happen.
0: Mm. Mm. that's
1: awesome yeah. well what what would you say um you know looking back now at this journey, which you know may seem short, but I'm sure for you 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 go back and you start thinking about all of these uh these different challenges you've had and successes you know it seems like quite a bit of time, but you know what if you'd have come into this early on uh and you could have had uh you know more information available to you, whether it be through other resources or what have you. What would you What would you like to have known? What do you wish you had known when you came into it? I
2: would say I just it would have been nice to know you know the depth of what you're getting into when you start it. You know all the different rules and regulations and all that all the things you need. That when I started out, I had no clue. And you know I'd go to other people who were already in the business, and they would like were you know not willing to share information because they Mm see it as you know like oh someone else is starting up in the same area and they're gonna take all my business so that was kind of hard you know figuring everything out by yourself you know you make a mistake and figure it out so when I got to the point where I felt fairly established the first thing I did was start a couple Facebook pages where you know people who are just getting into it can come and ask questions and I've got three or four people that are licensed like me and we're we'll sit down with them you know and answer their questions or tell them you know here's
1: sure
0: wow that's awesome that you're giving back like that
1: absolutely yeah it sounds like you you're kind of building community around uh the thing you're passionate about
2: right yeah it's always fun to you know get a group of people together who are all just getting into it and you know they start sharing their first pictures they're taking and it reminds you, you know a few years ago you're taking pictures like that and it kind of encourages them too because they see you know look how far we can come this guy just started you know two years ago and now here he is, got his own business and taking more pictures
1: and stuff so sure absolutely I help everybody
0: out yep and that's what dreams do right when when we have big dreams and we share them with others and we we help others it inspires others so calvin you you are definitely an inspiration and we appreciate you
2: right yeah it's always always good to help out anyone they can you know keep growing the hobby and you never know down the road you might end up asking that person's help so it all works out in the end
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Kelvin, thanks so much for joining us on the episode today and uh, providing lots of insights about KT Aerial. So those of you out there who might be interested in having some drone footage work done, please reach out and contact Kelvin Anderson at KT Aerial. Thanks, Kelvin, for your time today. Thanks for having me on. All right, you bet. It was great having
0: Kelvin in the studio today. Oh, that was today. fantastic. Yeah. actually what a he wasn't great interview. in the studio, but, <laughs> but he was on a call. So he was, was with awesome. Us. Was he great. was with us. That's right. And we want to hear from you, too. Um, we, we're we going to have another special guest next week right? as well. Yeah. So to, to join in this discussion, first go and like the page, the Frederick and Ronza page, and then message us and ask to join the Soul Stirring Pod group. And then we'll,
1: we'll get you going. We'll have some discussion. And we want to hear about your dreams. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. Please uh, connect with us. We'd love to hear from you and find out what you're up to and what your dreams are and what you're doing to make those happen. This has been Soul Stirring with Frederick and Ronza.